The following is intended for entertainment only. No gambling takes place on this website. From his luxurious home studio overlooking Mountain Creek Lake in beautiful Dallas, Texas, it's Under the Table with Jason Ryan. Welcome into episode 27 of Under the Table. I am Jason Ryan. Team, we're on an incredible run in Major League Baseball. 158 and 141 since the beginning of the regular season. A 6% return on investment, meaning if you had only bet $1 for every play that I have given you, you would be up $19.25. A lot of plus-sided bets and a few parlays mixed in there as well. As the NHL season winds down, it's tough to gauge when who's the spoiler and what teams are playing for a draft pick. Those betting numbers are down as well as a result. Oh well, let's get to your two stories. Two stories from the sports world. In the NFL, it didn't take long for On Johnson to find a new home. Johnson, the Detroit Lions second round pick from 2018, was claimed on Friday by the Philadelphia Eagles, one day after being cut by the team that drafted him. Last season, Johnson fell behind 2020 draft pick DeAndre Swift on the Lions depth chart, and new general manager Brad Holmes added a versatile back Jamal Williams in free agency. In 34 games, which was 18 starts with the Lions, Johnson accumulated 1,225 rushing yards on 283 total carries an average of 4.3 yards a carry. His best season was his first. Johnson ran for 641 yards and had another 213 yards receiving, both career highs, in just 10 games for the Lions. Injuries in his first two seasons sapped some of Johnson's playing time, but in 2020 he played all 16 games and was largely relegated to third down work, carrying the ball a career low 52 times. His role as a pass blocker was regularly praised by the coaching staff. The terrible Lions are expected to lean on Swift, Williams rookie, Jamar Jefferson, a seventh-round pick out of Oregon State this year, Adrian Peterson, who began the 2020 season as a starter after signing with the Lions last summer, is again a free agent. He rushed for 465 yards last season and is looking to play for a contender. That description doesn't fit the Lions, who just traded their franchise quarterback are under a first-year head coach and a first-year general manager in Major League Baseball. As I gave you, gave you yesterday and told you to take the under eight in the Reds and Indians game because of who was pitching, Reds beat the Indians 3-0 behind a gem pitched by Wade Miley. Miley became the latest to accomplish a no-hitter as there have been four this season. He walked one and struck out eight en route to that victory. It was the first career no-hitter for Miley, a 34-year-old left-hander who is 89-87 with a 4.18 ERA. It was the 17th in Reds history. It was also the second time Cleveland has been no-hit already this season. As the Indians were also on the wrong end of the gym, spun by Carlos Radon of the Chicago White Sox on April 14th. This is the first time since 1990 that there have been two no-hitters in a three-day span as Baltimore's John Means no-hit the Seattle Mariners on Wednesday. It's also the earliest there have been four no-hitters in a season since 1917. Speaking of history, let's get you learned. This day in sports history, I'm leaving. In 1878, Paul Hines executes the first unassisted triple play in organized baseball. In 1906, Philadelphia A's pitcher Chief Benders plays outfield and hits two home runs. In 1935, Cincinnati Red, Ernie Lombardi doubles in the 6th, the 7th, the 8th, and the ninth to beat the Phils, 15-4. In 1966, Frank Robinson is responsible for the only home run ever hit out of Baltimore's Memorial Park. 
In 1967, Muhammad Ali is indicted for refusing induction into the U.S. Army. In 1988, amateur referees work the New Jersey Devil-Boston Bruin playoff game as NHL referees walk off due to a restraining order brought on by the Devils. In 1994, the Colorado Silver Bullets played their first game. The Silver Bullets were an all-female team comprised of former softball players and women who had played baseball, but were forced to either stop playing at the age of 12 and move on to softball or quit entirely. And in 2014, the NFL Draft, South Carolina outside linebacker Jadavion Clowney is the first pick by the Houston Texans. Let's pick some baseball games. Stay hot, Rocket. The MLB. Pretty big slate today in baseball. Let's start with the Nationals and Yankees. Washington destroyed them last night 11-4, but today I'm taking the under eight. Rockies and Cardinals, another game I'm sticking to the total on, take the over eight. Pirates and Cubs, a lot of money on the Pirates here early on. I like that. Take Pittsburgh and the plus 155 money line. Padres and Giants, the under seven is a safe bet here. Rays and Athletics, sharp action and money going to Oakland here, but I like the plus one and a half they're getting at home. Low yield, but a safe bet. Twins and Tigers, here again I see the money going to Detroit, and that burned me yesterday because you never know what Tigers team will show up. They're like the fucking Buffalo Sabres of Major League Baseball. Take them on the money line at plus 163. Reds and Indians, I like Cincinnati on the money line. They're riding high after that no-hitter. Momentum certainly plays a factor in the interstate game. Red Sox and Orioles, no signals for this game, so I'm going to go to the money. Take the minus one and a half run line. Blue Jays and Astros, another one where I'll take the minus one and a half run line. Easy money. White Sox and Royals, Kansas City and that plus 145 money line is appetizing, and we're going to stay away from that. Let's take the under eight and a half here. Phillies and Braves, they exploded for 13 runs yesterday and the 13 and 13 the previous meeting. Over nine seems like a safe bet, huh? And finally, Dodgers and Angels. No doubt the Angels played last night's game with emotion after the club sent Grandpa Pujols out to pasture. I don't think they're fair. Fuck. I don't think they fare the same today. However, I like the under eight and a half. On to pucks. The National Hockey League. Nice healthy slate today, let's get it going. Rangers and Bruins, pass. No money to be won here. When the money line is over 200, it's a good idea to pass on it, especially in hockey, because you look for the totals and the over-under for a morsel of action, and it just isn't there. The fucking Sabres and Penguins, again, when the money line is so lopsided, and this one's over 300, no thanks. Devils and Islanders, no shot at the Devils to win this contest, but I do like the over five and a half. Senators and Jets, I actually like Ottawa on the money line at plus 275. Red Wings and Blue Jackets, one big yesterday in this one. Let's take the over five here. Lightning and Panthers, even money as far as I can see in Vegas, but I like the over five and a half here. Hurricanes and Predators, Nashville trying to keep that playoff spot, have something to play for tonight, so let's take them on the money line at plus 165 at home. Blues and Golden Showers. Knights firmly in playoffs secured a spot last week, but I still like them to win by at least two, so take the minus one and a half puck line they're giving. Finally, in games I care about, Coyotes and Sharks. Back-to-back games are the norm this year with the truncated season, and it has a noticeable effect on players. I like this to be a wild one, and the over five and a half should hit with ease. Another busy spring Saturday with plenty of action to get wet over. 
That's it for me, team. I'm going to go play with my metal Tonka toys in the dirt until the streetlights come on. Good night and good luck. Follow Jason Ryan and Under the Table on Twitter at Jason Ryan Radio and Under the Table DS. Follow DSP Media at DSP Media Online. The proceeding was intended for entertainment only. No gambling takes place on this website. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.